There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 5 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Today's interview is with Glassdoor. I was particularly excited to interview Glassdoor. I last spoke to them in a video interview three years ago on a trip to San Francisco. Since then they've expanded into Europe and I was keen to find out how that had gone and what the reaction had been in various European countries. It's quite a wide-ranging interview. There's a number of topics that we discussed, but of particular interest might be the section around how Glassdoor is is changing the way that employers need to think about employer branding with the level of transparency that it's offering. Towards the end of the interview, there's some great practical tips on what you can do as an employer to get the most out of Glassdoor in terms of enhancing your reputation. So here's the interview. It's with Joe Wiggins, who is the senior PR manager for Glassdoor in Europe. Hi, and welcome to another Recruiting Future podcast interview. Today, I'm talking to Joe Wiggins from Glassdoor. Joe, would you would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Joe, and I head up the uh, PR and comms for Glassdoor in Europe. Um, and currently that covers uh, UK, France and Germany. Um, and yeah, it's my job really to, uh, to get the word out about Glassdoor in those countries and to sort of educate people of what Glassdoor is and uh, you know, what the opportunities are. So I guess I cover kind of PR and social media and, and content marketing and that kind of stuff. Fantastic. I mean, that, that's really interesting because I uh, first kind of came across or met some people from Glassdoor a couple of years ago um, out in San Francisco. Um, I remember I sort of did a video interview out there and uh, very much you guys were talking about how you were going to expand in Europe and uh, what you thought the, the likely reaction uh, would be. I mean, sort of now, now you've done that, what, um, what has the reaction been in sort of countries like the UK, France and Germany to the whole concept of Glassdoor? Uh, well, obviously, we're still very new uh, in Europe generally, and but particularly Germany and France. But just sort of dealing with the UK specifically, um, first of all, I think um, generally here in the UK, we're probably about a year and a half, maybe two years behind the US in terms of, um, you know, general awareness and adoption and that kind of thing. Um, so we've, we've really been active, um, sort of fully active in the UK for about 12 months now. Okay. Um, we've, been, we've been actively selling to employers and we've been ap- actively kind of, uh, you know, uh, building the community and getting people to come to the site and add new content and all that sort of stuff. Um, I would say that uh, broadly, um, people are really, really excited about Glassdoor. Um, you know, I very rarely come across someone who... Um, you know, doesn't see that it's a great idea and doesn't see that it's, um, I guess, an inevitable kind of consequence of, um, you know, the, the, the wave of transparency that is blowing through all sorts of different industries. Um, and it's really just the next, I think, evolution of, um, you know, what happened with sort of social media and that sort of thing and, and the customer service industry about seven years ago, six, seven years ago. This is just the next step, um, except it's, it's your employees talking about you, uh, you know, as a brand and rather than your customers. Um, so I think it's good um, that, that we've already been through that process um, to a certain extent. Um, 
but I would say that there is still some hesitation as to um, people understanding, you know, where the content comes from and what they should actually do with it. And one of the questions, one of the questions um, that, that seems to be on the lips of, of HR and recruitment people um, in the UK at the moment is who should own Glassdoor. Um, so who should be responsible for it? What function within a company? Um, you know, is it an HR issue? Is it a reputation issue? Um, and I suppose, you know, who should pay for it as well is yeah, yeah. the question that people are asking. But generally, I mean, we before we go into the, to these countries, we have um, quite a lot of content. Um, uh, and so we already have a certain level of sort of organic, you know, awareness um, and, and content already, um, which is great. You know, we're, we're, we're not sort of starting from a from a standing start in any in any country that we launch into fantastic um but, but the reaction has been good in france and germany as well um we only launched in germany just a few weeks ago really in in january and already we're really really pleased with um you know all the key metrics that, that we look at like site visits and new content and uh, and all that sort of stuff so it certainly exceeded our expectations and um, we found that uh, the German audience in particular are um, coming to the site and spending quite a lot of time on the site, being quite thorough, looking at all different aspects like jobs, content, salaries. Um, and, and salaries particularly is, is quite a novelty for Germany. Uh, I'm from France too, but, mm. but for Germany where um, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a taboo to talk about salary, uh, it's probably the, the information that um, no one wants to talk about but everyone wants to know yeah of course so of course. um yeah i would say broadly you're very very positive um uh, both from and of course you know job seekers love it um yeah yeah so uh but it, it, it's i think naturally taking time to filter through sort of larger organizations and people to to really adopt it with uh, with gusto. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're interesting. Very happy so far. That's cool. Um, and so, I suppose, sort of coming back to um, coming back to the UK because you've been here a bit longer. Um, you know, you mentioned content that was all there organically, all that kind of stuff. How much content is there from uh, job seekers and uh, employers? Sorry, employees reviewing um, their companies in in the UK. And is there a particular um, size or type of company that you tend to get the most for? Is there or is it across the board? Well, we've got um, roughly speaking about 250,000 bits of content uh, for the UK. So that's reviews and salaries and interview questions and that sort of thing. And that is covers around about 25,000 employers in the UK. So yeah, pretty decent numbers. Um, and uh, it's a range of different types of companies, but um, we're more likely to have more content on larger companies because they've got more 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 employees yeah yeah more more employees and also um you know international companies so as, as word of kind of glass doors spread uh it can spread with, you know, within a company um so uh, off the top of my head um some of the some of the brands uh from the uk that we would have a lot of content on would be uh tesco and asda um and other retailers um banks like rbs um, companies like Sky and Vodafone and uh, mm. all sorts of companies. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily skewed towards any particular industry, um, but you know we do have quite a lot of data on 
uh, business services companies, um, sort of consultancies like Deloitte um, and EY and, and the big accountancy firms, um, uh, financial services, particularly banks, retailers, uh, and also a lot of tech, um, okay. tech and IT uh, firms as well. Um, but, you know, we have reviews from, you know, people that, that sort of stack shelves or work in a warehouse for, um, for Sainsbury's just as much as we do sort of analysts that work at um, work at Deloitte. So it's quite a range, really, you know, um, lots of reviews and postmen as well. Interesting. Well. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I mean, that uh, that is what I think what make that's what makes it, I think, a, a, a fantastic, um, you know, resource for employers as well um, in terms of obviously, you know, finding out about what people uh, really think about their their, their work experience. Um, and uh, I mean, obviously, uh, this is having. Uh, I think this this whole kind of move towards transparency is having a, uh, a significant effect on the, the kind of a whole concept of a, um, what's a, what's an employer brand. I mean, how do you think you know Glassdoor is is, is going about changing the way that employers should think um, about their employer brand? Um, I think it's changing employer brand because. Um the, the voice of the crowd, which is coming through now. So yeah. the biggest um, thing that employers need to think about is, um, you know, your employer brand is, is not your your in, in sort of employee employer value proposition. You know, think the thing that you want people to say. It's it's what people really say. Hmm. Um, and if the two, if those two things, um, you know, your idea of the brand and then what's actually being said sort of at the coalface, if those things don't match, then I think that is the, the interesting piece here. It's making those two things match. Um, and, and Glassdoor is merely sort of um, opening the lid, really, and shining a light on that, um, you know, potential discrepancy. Um, and, you know, we always kind of sort of say, like, like a consumer brand, if you like, um, you know, your, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And, and that's what people are doing on Glassdoor. They're, they're talking about you, as in, you know, the employer, your brand, um, with under the sort of the, the, the freedom of transparency uh, and, and, um, and anonymity. Um, so I think that is the, the interesting piece to, to how employer branding is changing. And that leads to the next sort of step, which is... Um, you know, employers need to be active uh, and, and engaging with this community and a part of that dialogue. Um, and I think it's that two-way kind of dialogue which is really important now. And going back to what I was saying earlier about social media, companies should already be doing that um, with their consumer brand, but just now apply those same principles that they've learned to, to employer brands and how to improve that. That's so I think it's really yeah. exciting, um, and there, there are lots and lots of companies who have employees who are, you know, sort of very happy with their job and, and, and are really, really happy to share that um, on, on Glassdoor. And, and, I mean, what a fantastic uh, endorsement and an actual piece of marketing for you as, as an employer to have people unprompted saying, you know, well, it's a great place to work and, you know, you really should be leveraging, um, leveraging that. 
Absolutely. Um, just before um, uh, we, I kind of started recording this, you were talking about um, conversations you've been having with PR agencies where who, who were kind of realizing that, um, you know, Glassdoor had a right, wider role in terms of um, company reputation. So uh, can you sort of talk us through that a little bit in terms of, you know, how you're seeing the sort of effect of Glassdoor beyond, um, you know, the recruiting and HR silos within, within, within organizations? Yeah. Um, well, I, um, yeah, as a, as a PR person myself, um, you know, I, I like to sort of reach out to my peers in the, in the PR industry, and um, I think that there is um, a really important point here about sort of company reputation, um, and that sites like Glassdoor are not just looked at by uh, potential employees uh, and, and job seekers. Um, but it could be any kind of stakeholder. It could be mm. um, it could be uh, clients or potential clients. It could be uh, partners, suppliers. It could be uh, journalists. It could be um, all sorts of influencers. It could be investors. It could be shareholders. So um, last year, I um, it kind of dawned on me when I saw venture capital uh, companies. Tweeting that as you know, part of their due diligence before they invest money in a company, they're checking that company out on Glassdoor to see, you know, to get the inside track on what it's like to work there. You know, and clearly, um, you know, if you're going to invest money in a company, you're going to want to make sure that um, the, the staff that are you know, producing um, whatever it is, the, you know, the, the goods or the service, are, are happy in their job because mm. you know, we all know mm. that, that sort of happy workforce uh, is, is more productive and stays longer and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it actually goes way beyond, um, you know, HR and sort of talent acquisition um, issues and opportunities to a part of your broader suite of, um, you know, managing your corporate reputation. And that's why I think... PR people should be all over Glassdoor mm. um, and should be, you know, if they're in an agency, um, using it for their own purposes, i.e. to attract sort of the best uh, PR professionals to come work for them, but also to be able to advise their clients on how to use, best use Glassdoor, um, you know, to, to, to leverage it for, the, for their brands. So, yeah, I think that um, we've only just scratched the surface here. Um, but it's important to remember that, that it could be absolutely anyone looking at Glassdoor and for multiple different purposes. Um, mm. So that, that's why I think it's really important to, uh, as I said before, you know, engage and be a part of it. And, and you know, don't be scared of negative reviews and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's nat natural for a company to be a little bit um, fearful, I suppose, of something new. Uh, yeah. So in, I yeah. think in that sense, we're probably, uh, you know, like I said, about a year, year and a half couple of years behind the US in terms of this sort of thing being adopted and becoming you know mainstream um, it's still still early days here and what what would your you know what's your advice to a company that um, has very few reviews or you know worse has you know uh, reviews that are that are quite negative um, is there anything that, 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 that they can do I know you obviously have sort of various products and services and things like that but what would you what would you kind of advise in general to a company who ha had realized the importance of Glassdoor but didn't really have a um, you know a, a particularly good platform to build on as it were yeah well, I think uh, our research shows that uh, a job seeker will make up their mind about a company um, 
with only reading, you know, maybe four to seven reviews. Okay. Um, so actually, you don't need, you don't necessarily need hundreds and hundreds of reviews. Um, and, you know, clearly if you're a sort of small to middle-sized company, then that's not even going to be an option um, for you. So I would say um, that if you have a, um, not very many reviews, then encourage, encourage your people to leave reviews, um, particularly if you uh, only have a small number and, and they're, you know, they're, they're less than flattering. Yeah. I, would, um, I would encourage companies to, you know, balance that out by getting the people that, that uh, are, you know, sort of happy where they work, uh, and presumably that is the case, um, to, to start leaving reviews and just to, to kind of yeah. equalize it out a little bit. Um, okay. and, and one of the things I, uh, we tend to ask people um, if they have a, a small number of reviews and those reviews are, are you know, not great is, well, is, is what people are saying true? Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, it, it, this is not just about sort of the gloss and, and, and the polish and the reputation, but do you, do you actually have you know, a, a, a potential a problem in the business mm, uh, mm. and something that you can improve and that you need to actually face up to? So that's an important point. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I would encourage okay. people, you know, absolutely uh, encourage your, your people, your brand ambassadors, if you, brand ambassadors to leave reviews. But also, um, you know, take out a free employer account and monitor those reviews and track them and start responding to reviews. Um, so uh, off the top of my head, um, one example I was looking at earlier today is Virgin Holidays. Um, I, they only have, I think, 15 reviews um, on Glassdoor at this early stage. But the MD of Virgin Holidays is responding to some of those reviews. And cool. And bad. Fantastic. Um, which is great. And I think that yeah. is the way forward. Because um, if you've got a negative review, and you know, bear in mind, something I always say to people, this is... That's one person's opinion. Yeah. Um, this is an aggregation of people's opinions, and, and different people view their job in different ways. And everyone is going to have a different opinion about what is good and what is bad. Um, so I would say, uh, you know, don't be, don't fear those negative reviews. And if you respond, it, it really uh, takes the sting out of it. I think it neutralizes yeah. it to yeah. a certain extent, and it just looks so much better for anyone looking at that. It looks like you care. It looks like you are acknowledging, you know, feedback and comments, and kind of, you know, being brave enough to sort of say, say something back, and that you know, potentially you show that you're doing something about it. And uh, we found that around about 69, 70 percent of people, uh, job seekers, their their opinion of um, a company. Uh, that they see responding to a negative review, their, their opinion shoots right up um, when they see that kind of openness from the cool. employer. Fantastic. So I would say, yeah, encourage reviews and respond to reviews and uh, yeah, embrace the transparency, really. Fantastic. No, that's, some, that, that, that's, that's fantastic advice. Uh, so, final question. So, you know, what's what's next? What's next for you guys? Where, uh, you know, where where's where's Glassdoor? You know, what are you doing next? Where are you going? What's the what's the next sort of eighteen months look like? Well, we're on a sort of really exciting um, kind of hyper growth phase at the moment. Um, uh, it's still early days in Europe, but definitely going to see more announcements about new country launches from us uh, this year and beyond. Um, it's you know we're working on some of those right now, so you know, watch this space. Cool. Um, and yeah, I think um, we 
can already see from the level of content that we have in different countries around Europe particularly, there's a hunger for this information. And um, so we're going to go for it and, and really try to kind of um, produce sort of localized um, you know, sites and apps for, for people in different countries. So that's what we're focusing on at the moment. And, Fantastic. Uh, you know, we, we've raised a bunch of money for sort of international expansion, which is really, really exciting. Um, so, yeah, that, that's probably, you know, where, where we're focused at the moment. Um, it's really, really important to grow the community. Um, and to you know get to that sort of critical mass of, of content. Um, so yeah, we're really focused um, uh, uh, in UK and Europe about kind of you know getting new members and getting new content and that sort that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, lot, lot, lots to come I think in the next um, year, eighteen months, and beyond as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you very very much for your time and thanks for um, uh, th thanks for sharing your thoughts with us. That's a pleasure. Joe Wiggins from Glassdoor there. Thanks very much for listening to episode five of the Recruiting Future podcast. You can subscribe to future episodes on iTunes or indeed any podcasting app. You can find out more about the show and listen to past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.